Listener Production. US shares end higher, but will it be third time lucky for the Australian share market? Hi, I'm Craig James. It's Tuesday, September 26. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Wishing you all the best this Tuesday morning. Yes, I'm in the chair by myself today. Now, Ryan and, and Tom, yes, uh, I'm not sure where they, they're gone. Yes, so they sent me an email about something about the Bahamas. Uh, no, no, Ryan will be back tomorrow morning. And um, Tom um, is in Perth. Yeah, on business. So uh, I believe that we should just get straight into it. The European markets will start off with, uh, and they were weaker. UK market was down by eight tenths of one percent. The FTSE Euro First Index, the broader gauge of, of Europe, was down by six tenths of one percent, and the German market was down one percent, and French market down zero point nine percent. Why all the negativity? They're convinced that interest rates are going to stay higher for longer. The, there's a real chance of stagflation. That's weak economic growth and relatively high inflation uh, developing in in Europe, uh, particularly in Germany, which is considered the weak man of Europe at the moment. German 10-year yields last night rose to 12-year highs, and they've got a business climate index called the IFO Business Climate Index. It fell for the fifth straight month. So certainly, you know, sort of no positivity in terms of... um, uh, the European market, the travel and leisure sector fell by 2.9%, and the personal household goods sector fell by 2%. Shares of China-exposed stocks also fell on news of further weakness in the property sector. Evergrande shares down by 21.8% in Asia because it's delaying a debt restructuring, which was due on, on Monday. Uh, so certainly, yes, a negative lead in, in from uh, Europe, uh, but more positive in the United States. Now, I waited right until the, the, the close so we could see it fall across the line, and the Dow Jones was up by over 40 points, or one-tenth of one percent. Nothing really to write home about, but it's uh, at least it's a game. Standard Poor's 500 was up by four-tenths of one percent, and the NASDAQ up by 60 points, or half of one percent. In terms of the major corporate news, Amazon, the mega cap technology giant, uh, will spend $4 billion on a startup company called Anthropic, which deals in the artificial intelligence space. So that's where it's all happening. And uh, certainly, you know, sort of what we saw is Amazon shares higher. There's a degree of optimism about the United Automobile Workers uh, strike in the United States and shares in Ford were up by around about 1% and General Motors up in the order of 1.3%. But really, yes, there wasn't too much else you know, sort of guiding things. Uh, we did have some um, r- very um, uh, lower tier economic data. The Chicago Federal Reserve National Activity Index, it, it fell from a reading of 0.07 to minus 0.116. Uh, so, yes, yeah, sort of that was a little bit lower, and the Dallas Fed Manufacturing Index was also lower, uh, down from 17.2 points to minus 18.1 points. Weakness, you know, sitting in the, those two, but they, they certainly, yes, it didn't disrupt the, the more positive tone in terms of the, the general market. It was quite um, remarkable in terms of uh, bonds overnight. US 10-year yields were up by around about 10 basis points to 4.54%. And two yields up around about one basis point to 513. Uh, there's nearly really nothing that it was keying off, but um, I think it is this expectation that um, uh, inflation is being stubborn, it's being hard to get resolved. And um, as a result, 
uh, what we're seeing is um, a degree of um, negativity you know, sort of represented in terms of the, the bond market. Uh, now, what does this all mean for the Australian share market? It's been quite remarkable uh, in the Australian share market on, on Friday and also yesterday on, on Monday, significantly down at the open trade on, on Friday, but on both days managed to rally and finished in positive territory. Now, at the moment, the, the share price index on the futures exchange pointing to a fall around about 15 points at the, the start of trade. Now, that's where it's going to start. As to where it's going to finish, you know, sort of remains to be seen. Uh, the Australian dollar, well, hasn't moved over, overnight, really. You know, so 64.2 US cents. But remember, the US dollar is strong. So the US dollar index is basically at a six-month high, and it's risen for, for a number of consecutive weeks. So it's certainly yes, in, in the strong area. Putting downward pressure on our currency, which is not so bad because it supports the, the export sector at a time uh, when there is weaker demand uh, across the, the globe. We'll turn to the commodity markets now, and uh, we didn't see much movement in the oil prices. The Brent was up by just two cents. NYMEX was down by 35 cents. Russia eased an export ban on low-quality diesel marine fuel for anyone's interested in that, you know, sort of overnight. Uh, the gold price down by $9 an ounce, or half of 1%. Now, the futures price, this gold futures price, sitting at $1,936.60. That's above the spot price. So the spot price is trading, it has been for, for some time, trading a little bit lower at $1,915 an ounce. Iron ore, it was down by $0.15, cents, one-tenth to 1%. Could be yes, expected that that would weigh on the iron ore exporters here in Australia today, but it was only a fall of you know, sort of one tenth to one percent. We're still sitting at one hundred and twenty-one dollars and eighteen cents a ton. Uh, look at the cost of production for iron ore for for BHP for, for Rio for Fortescue. It's probably you know, around about fifteen twenty dollars a ton. So we've got to put keep all these sorts of things in perspective. Uh, the US dollar is stronger, so that tends to put downward pressure on commodity prices. And we saw that in terms of base metal land, uh, London Metal Exchange, we saw declines of anywhere between four tenths of one percent and one point six percent. They were the, the major news stories you know, so that we had you know, sort of overnight and uh, the major uh, closes for, for the key indexes. What about uh, some of the, uh, the more probably you know, sort of off center? types of uh, themes or trends or news that we, we heard of overnight. One interesting one was France proposing that oil producers sell at cost. There, there's a real uh, concern across the globe at the moment about uh, high oil prices and what that is doing for inflation and uh, uh, a number of creative ways, I suppose, you know, coming up with, you know, keeping the, that oil price down. I don't know how that was going to go down with the, the French producers like Total, but um, uh, remains to be seen. Italy is also giving banks an option to strengthen their balance sheet to avoid windfall tax. Uh, that um, is a positive thing for the Italian banking sector. We have um, um, the small matter of uh, the potential for another U.S. shutdown. Now, that is weighing on centre at the moment. Uh, we did see the U.S. markets higher overnight, but that is something that we need to keep on the agenda for the remainder of this week. Um, uh, October 1 is basically the, the deadline, and that um, uh, we're not seeing any great progress between... Um, uh, the Democrats and Republicans to, to solve that, that situation. Uh, the credit agencies say that this will be credit negative if we do have a government shutdown. So there is a lot riding on that for, for uh, both sides of um, politics. Uh, the problems with Evergrande yes, to continue in, in China, 
that's another one to keep on the radar screen. And we've also got continued, you know, sort of Federal Reserve speakers, you know, over this week. Uh, we do have later in the, the week, um, the head of the U.S. Federal Reserve uh, will be speaking. And um, uh, every time he talks, you know, so we listen very, very carefully. In terms of Australia today, the weekly reading of consumer sentiment from ANZ and Roy Morgan, uh, that will be coming out. It contains a measure of inflation expectations, and that is very much key at the moment. The concerns about the the particularly high petrol prices, high oil prices or gasoline, if you like, in other parts of the world, uh, what that's doing to to inflate the the measure of um, headline inflation and therefore infiltrate yes to the underlying rate and keep inflation higher. That means keep interest rates yes to the higher as well. In the United States, Standard Poor's and Case Shiller will come out with their home price um, index. Uh, the another index as well from the uh, the government organisation as well in terms of home prices. Consumer confidence is coming out, new home sales, Richmond Federal Reserve Survey and the Dallas Federal Reserve Survey as well. Uh, consumer confidence very much you know, sort of in focus at the moment to see whether US consumers uh, remain shipper at the, this point in time. Uh, the US economy is still resilient, I suppose, is probably the best word you know, to describe the, the United States you know, sort of economy. And that may be reflected in consumer sentiment. Uh, looking ahead, what we have is the, the monthly consumer price index in, in Australia on Wednesday. That's the biggie for us this week. In the United States on, um, on Thursday, uh, they've got GDP figures. And then on Friday, they've got the personal income and spending measures now contained in that as a measure of inflation. One of the grandly named indexes is the personal consumption expenditure deflator. Uh, but it's the main measure of inflation which the Federal Reserve looks at. So that's that will be you know, sort of certainly important you know, sort of for trade on on Friday uh, in the United States, and that will wrap around for our market you know, the following you know, sort of Monday. Now a little bit of a commercial right at the end of the, this um, bulletin uh, market update from from, from Comsec. We we do a morning report in written form, you know, sort of that I'm beavering away at the, the moment. Um, you, you may not have visited the, the Comsec you know, sort of website for, for a while and looked at you know, so some of the articles that we've got contained in that, you know, so some of the charts uh, and the like. Perhaps you know, sort of pay a visit to, to our Comsec uh, website. Just another uh, commercial for our pod, podcast. Um, we do one in the morning, of course, this one now, and record one in you know, the afternoon as well. They're always available. We do special reports. One was a special report on dividends. Uh, that's up on yes, the website. Yes, it's um, um, on social media as well. We are providing consistent updates in terms of what's happening in terms of the markets. So that's me in terms of the commentary for, for this morning. I suppose one thing that I forgot, you know, sort of, and a lot of people you know, sort of like the bond market. Tom has got this great affinity for, for the bond market. That's where he's started in financial markets. Why don't I you know, sort of, you know, pay homage to them, him, and you know, sort of just indicate that we do have um, auctions of U.S. bonds you know, so over this week, $134 billion. Um, we will see of securities being auctioned off. And you know, so later tonight in the United States, $48 billion of two-year notes will be auctioned off. So... I hope you have a very good day and I hope that the Australian share market does what it's done for the last couple of days and falls over the line in positive territory. Have a good day.
This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067254399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.